Happy Labor Day and welcome to the NFL season. This is Dr. David Chow. Welcome to another Pro Football Doc podcast. And this is week one, regular season, heading into week one. And this is what we like to do, be proactive here. Lots of new things uh, this season, and we'll talk about them here and we'll go through the rundown. Some exciting new features that we'll bring to you this year. Happy Labor Day once again here, but let's start with what's new at Pro Football Doc. One of our most popular features, by the way, I hope you did well in your draft, one in your fantasy drafts, download free now, you know, this is probably, hopefully you found good use for this. But if you look here, we still have the regular Doc Live feeds, the videos on the side here, all the videos, enhanced content, but we have more, updates and videos, T.Y. Hilton, Irv Smith Jr., uh, Trey Lance, Chip Fracture, all embedded in, all free for you still. So create an account for best uh, scrolling and then you'll get search features and be able to find your favorite player. But let me tell you about our newest thing. Here you see six score in field view. Field view was one of our most popular things here that we used to, that we had last year. Tampa Bay and Dallas is going up soon. They're always up and finalized at least 24 hours in advance. And uh, if you go back to last year's field views, you'll see at the Super Bowl, we pointed out the offensive line issues of the Chiefs, and that's what ended up hurting them. But instead of letter grades this year, our algorithm, our formulas, our analysis are getting refined and we're gonna have numerical grades this year down to the decimal point even. And uh, we're gonna grade a formula. We've consulted with uh, football guys, uh, not at liberty to say who yet. Uh, we're bringing on multiple other physicians uh, to help with the process. So we're gonna have pro football docs and a new algorithm scoring system for a sick score. Yes, sick, S-I-C. Play on words, sick. It's a health score. It's an injury index, but it is a health score. And what it really is, is it's a way to evaluate, not scheme, not um, uh, coaching, not ability, but it is a way to evaluate health. The lines and the general public and all your pundits are taking care of coaching and scheme and quality there. We're the only source of injury analysis, not reporting injury analysis, unique analysis. So the SIC score or our six score is our proprietary numerical injury grading system that incorporates the health of every NFL team and individual individual players. For example, you'll have the total team score, the offense score, the offense run game, the offense pass game against the defense pass game, defense run game, et cetera. So you can see the matchups and you can see how that gives sports betters, DFS players, and fantasy owners a tremendous advantage each week. There will now be a numerical grade in terms of what's happening here. So for example, an individual player six score or a team six score of 100 means there are no current past significant health issues or risk, zero risk, full go. But you know, any score in the 90s is pretty darn good, right? And a score of zero means there's no way this person is playing. But 
what does score in the middle mean? For example, Saquon Barkley, if we go to running backs for week one, he has right now our six score and it can be adjusted is about 54. So what does that tell you? If he's projected to get 17.6 fantasy points, normally don't count on that here. Uh, he's not fully healthy yet. He hasn't been officially cleared. He may get cleared this week. He may suit up, but he won't have full snaps. So Saquon Barkley is going to have a relatively low six score as opposed to Christian McCaffrey this year. I think right now we're, we're waiting for the injury reports this week before we make them final. But right now he has a six score of 99. I think he's very healthy. Uh, so does Ezekiel Elliott very high. But, you know, Dondre Swift, not as good. Saquon Barkley, not very good right now based on the uh, six scores that we have. And, you know, for quarterbacks, for example, Joe Burrow is playing, as we always said, but he's not going to be 100%. So look for that six score. And what you do with it is it gives you our analysis of health, just health, not scheme, not coaching, not matchups, just health. You do the matchups, coaching analysis, player quality analysis. But look, if you, for example, in week one, I'm going to foreshadow here. Dallas's team six score, offense and defense, between Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott, um, uh, and Connor Williams being out, and Demarcus Lawrence uh, coming off his back issues, and a few other things for the Dallas Cowboys, their six score is going to be lower than Tampa Bay's. Now, factor that into your decision-making, whether DFS plays, fantasy plays, or sports betting. We're trying to give you a repeatable, objective list of scores on a weekly uh, basis that hopefully helps you make the decisions that you want to make and the decisions that you need to make. It's a tool in your fantasy DFS and uh, uh, wagering analysis. So that's one of the biggest new things. You'll see a lot of new things. Our field view will get improved over time. We spent a lot of money on development, but there are big changes this year and there's more to come is you'll see week one, six scores. So always check that before you make your plays. Make a free account at profootballdoc.com. Just give an email and a password, no credit card needed. Thanks to our investors, we're still funded. We've hired some new people and we're looking for others. Uh, lastly, I'll put out a little ad shortly that we're looking for another math and or AR, AI guy. Uh, email support at profootballdoc.com. Uh, someone who knows football, who's a pro football doc fan, who understands what we do who knows math and or AI, we need another person. Uh, we're really developing our formulas and our analysis to make this site better and better and better as gambling grows and, and quite honestly, as in-game plays grow as well. So anyway, six scores, check it out. Love to have your feedback. Uh, we'll have six scores for all the court, top quarterbacks, all the top wide receivers, all the top running backs, all the top tight ends. So you will have our analysis instead of scrolling through in words, 
just when you're making your quick DFS fantasy or gambling decisions, uh, how is the health of Carson Wentz? Take a look at it or Saquon Barkley or uh, Odell Beckham for week one uh, in terms of their fantasy value, DFS value or otherwise. And we'll give you our best quick reference opinion. And we think that this is going to be very helpful throughout the industry and uh, love to hear your feedback. All right, let's move on to some of the uh, more traditional things at profootballdoc.com uh, here and the, and the website and your uh, feed here and topics. Irv Smith Jr., for example, his sixth score is going to be zero because he's not playing week one. I don't believe he's playing this year because meniscus repair. This is all at the website as well. Healing of the meniscus is much different than trimming the meniscus. Lay, growing new grass is different than mowing the lawn. Trimming is mowing the lawn. Uh, growing new grass is meniscus repair or letting the sod, the roots grow in on the sod. That takes time. And with a fairly avascular meniscus is multiple months. Adrian Peterson couldn't make it back from a September meniscus repair in 2016. Neither will Irv Smith Jr. Let's continue to run through some things here on our celebration of football with Labor Day here. We're really excited. We're actually having a bunch of uh, profootballdoc.com meetings this week. We've flown in uh, our people from across the country and uh, trying to make the product better and better as we gear up for the season uh, this week. Uh, more new changes to come. Uh, Vaccines. I don't really want to talk about vaccines a lot. I think it's polarizing. Let me just get this out here right now. I'm a physician. I'm for vaccines. We can get into that, but I'm also for free choice. So don't at me, make your choice. But I do think, and I would encourage people to get vaccines. That's been my opinion all along and we'll get into it. But it's interesting here. Denzel Perriman, he's thinking about getting vaccinated now because he doesn't like being an outcast. Remember we talked about those little different colored wristbands? That's nothing. Having to walk around the facility all the whole time with a mask on makes you an outcast when very few other people need to. Not getting to right, wrong, people should or shouldn't be masked. That's the NFL rules right now. For example, um, right or wrong, uh, tight end Adam Shaheen landed on the COVID list and we're getting more COVID lists. The guard for the Panthers landed on the COVID list. If you're unvaccinated and you land on the COVID list, you will not play week one at this point in time because it's 10 days minimum. Whereas if you were vaccinated and you were asymptomatic, you could return after two negative tests, 24 hours apart. So a couple of days, five days. If you're vaccinated and you hit the COVID list today, you could potentially still play on Sunday, but you can't if you're not vaccinated. If you're vaccinated, you are never considered a close contact except for daily testing. But if you're unvaccinated, you are now a uh, close contact and automatically out five days. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's the NFL rules. So of course I tweeted that and some people were not necessarily thrilled at me saying, oh, this guy was super nice. He appreciated what I do. Thank you, David Lee. He wanted my, me to use my platform for the medical importance of getting vaccinated. 
So I'll take a minute here to go through this and I'm not trying to be controversial, free choice. But if you ask me, if I were your physician, I would recommend that you get vaccinated. Now we'll get into this. I believe part of this is, look, there's nothing wrong with public access vaccinations, whether in a stadium or a parking lot or you know, at a Publix or, or Kroger's, no issue with that because not everyone has a doctor. But a lot of people do. And I wish they would have put vaccines in doctors and physicians' hands. Look, I'm vaccinated, and it's a fact that 96% of physicians were vaccinated as soon as it was available. And I believe putting vaccines in the hands of doctors instead of just different retail outlets or parking lots gave a better sense of this is medical and it's endorsed. And look, if I had vaccines in my office, I'd offer every patient the vaccine. And if they said no, I'd ask why and try and answer their questions. Maybe I wouldn't convince anyone to get the vaccine and I wouldn't be forcing anybody to, but it's a point of reference to ask questions as opposed to in a grocery store or, or in a Walgreens or, or what have you. Not that that's wrong, but I think that would have helped the situation. The other thing that I will say, and as I get it, there's Bill Belichick who was in the news clarifying his position. Everyone has to clarify their position. There's no question that vaccines help, but there's also no question that vaccines are not foolproof. If you go to the hospitals, 90% of the people who are hospitalized are unvaccinated. Yes, there are some that are vaccinated that are still there but vaccines do help the situation. You, sure, you can talk about spreader, who carries viral load and all that stuff, but here's the analogy I wanna leave you with, and I'm not preaching, I hope you understand this. Look, it's by law and by habit, we're supposed to wear seatbelts. We all know seatbelts save lives, but Seatbelts also don't prevent you from dying. Seatbelts don't prevent you from being injured. Look, if you get into a car accident and you have your seatbelt on, that doesn't mean you won't get hurt. It also doesn't mean that you won't die. But statistics will tell you if you have your seatbelt on properly in the uh, lap belt and the shoulder harness, the whole deal, you're more likely to walk away you're more likely to get less injured after the accident. And it's not 100%. We can cite all sorts of examples where wearing a seatbelt didn't help a person, unfortunately, and they passed away. They were still seriously injured. We can cite all sorts of anecdotal evidence. But on the whole, seatbelts are far from perfect, but they help the situation. And that's how I would look at vaccines. Not forcing anybody. I get it. But at this point in time, there are official approved vaccines. And quite honestly, these current vaccines are the most vetted vaccines in the world based on usage, right? I get it if early on you weren't sure about getting it, even though 96% of doctors got it. But by now, hundreds of millions of people have gotten similar vaccines across the, across the world. And it's proven to be relatively safe, although not foolproof. So look at it as wearing a seatbelt. And I'm sorry for going on a side tangent that way. I was implored to do so by some followers and I decided to, uh, to do it here. 
Saquon Barkley is supposed to be cleared. We talked about it, but I think even this is why he's going to have a middling in the 56 score. Don't expect full production. It's not a guarantee that he will start. It's not a guarantee that he will play, but it's my strong feeling that he won't be as productive. He's not getting 20 plus touches. He's not the Saquon Barkley of old. Um, uh, I'll have to see how he does. Hopefully I see some video and we'll release a final six score at the end of the week for Saquon Barkley, but don't expect it to be much higher than in the fifties. It might even be lower depending on how he's moving around. That's what we want to share with you, et cetera. Piece of good news here. I saw this last night, Mackenzie Milton, knee dislocation, arterial injury, and he returned to play. Uh, Florida State let a comeback drive. Fantastic. Look, um, there's no way his knee is 100%, but it is great news and such a good story that he's back. And uh, I saw, I happened to see this quote by Dr. Bruce Levy, his surgeon, and uh, my claim to <laughs> infamy or fame, Dr. Bruce Levy was a resident under me. That's how old I am. As a fellow in Minneapolis, he works at the Mayo Clinic. He's a world expert in knee dislocations and good on him for getting Mackenzie Milton back, uh, Dr. Bruce Levy there. And uh, hopefully I taught him what not to do more than what to do. Uh, just kidding. Shout out to Bruce Levy if you're watching. Congratulations to Mackenzie Milton for coming back. I'm sure he's not 100% because there's no way to be 100% on that knee. But the fact that he's out there and playing is fantastic. And, and I ate my words. I was thinking that he would not have uh, a chance into the professional careers. But maybe he can work his way back. I, I would love to eat my words a little bit. All right. Um, uh, some more call stuff. Uh, let's see this uh, uh, Oregon Dean walking boot uh, by video. This was a high ankle sprain. I don't think it's severe. He did not return to the Fresno State game, but he plays Ohio State next. So this may cost him. Uh, shout out to Brady Quinn. Uh, Brady Quinn's awesome. We've got to get Brady back on uh, as a game. Uh, Congratulations to Brady for his new national radio gig and everything. Uh, uh, we'll cover some college things as we go along. I'm getting more comfortable in college based on more manpower, so more people able to get me the videos. And thank you, viewers and followers, for getting me the video. But also with name, image, and likeness, they're crossing over to being paid. And I was always a little bit iffy on tweeting and analyzing college kids. But now that they're starting to get paid and crossing that, blurring that line, I'm becoming more comfortable. So we'll start to do a little more of that as well. All right, let's get to some other things here and we'll wrap up. Um, baseball still season still going on. We're still doing quite a bit of baseball. Let's look at uh, Ozzy Albies here. Oh, you want kneecap yeah absolutely he's still not putting full pressure on the leg he's gonna limp off it appears Adrianza is gonna come into this game it appears for Atlanta to pinch hit oh boy things have to carry Ozzy Albies off the field so I looked at that video and I said look obviously it hurt like crazy but I tweeted out thinking more 
hurt than injured. The distinction being very painful. I'm not saying he could have finished the game. No, no way. But no real structural damage in terms of injury. Of course, pain, swelling, hematoma, the whole deal. And thankfully, uh, he missed only two games and returned and hit a home run when he returned. So this is part of the lesson I always say. Always judge the injury more than the reaction to the injury. That's what I judge. I don't go cart it off. Oh, the guy's bad. No, I'm looking at injury itself. So um, this is a couple of days ago now. Similar deal. Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez, Astros goes down. And uh, there was lots of worry whether this was like Christian Yellick who broke his kneecap. And once again, I, I was hoping it was more contusion and uh, no real injury here. And thankfully, that seems to be the case. Um, and there's Dusty Baker. Uh, I, I don't know if I should say this. Uh, who cares? You guys, I'm, we're among friends here. I don't think it's a secret. Um, I had the opportunity to run into Dusty Baker a little bit. And we talked about pro football doc and the medical concept and, and he actually found it interesting and, and liked it. And uh, been uh, communicated with uh, Dusty on this uh, uh, indirectly on and he agreed it was more uh, nothing going to be significant and he will uh, come back pretty quickly here. My point is that it is applicable to baseball and other sports. And once again, you know, looking at the timelines of different things, uh, uh, you know, uh, punching the ground twice, hands to the head, didn't look good. The look on Altuve and Bergman's faces were not good at all. Yeah, athletes know banging the ground more like a reaction to him knowing it was bad as opposed to him being in pain. Once again, don't judge the reaction to the injury, judge the injury. And thankfully, Alvarez will be okay. And then finally here, uh, quick Labor Day edition here. Please be sure to check out Six Scores. Unfortunately, this is a pretty classic Achilles rupture from Mo Ibrahim, the, the fantastic Minnesota player. You can see the calf snap. Basically, it's the calf overpowering the Achilles, and he stumbles as a result of it. He's been confirmed to have left lower leg surgery out for the season. They haven't said Achilles, but it's pretty classic for Achilles. So that's too bad here. One thing is, um, as players get bigger, faster, stronger, your Achilles doesn't get any bigger. I've said that before. Same with the ACL. So too bad for Mo Ibrahim there. But that is a fairly classic Achilles uh, rupture. All right, guys. Go to profootballdoc.com, sign up for free, six scores. I can't wait to hear your reaction to it. Give us uh, some nice five-star ratings here, please, as well, on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. Happy Labor Day. Happy football season. I can't wait to get started. We're back in the command center on Sunday morning with nine games, and we'll have them all up and going, live tweeting and Go to the website first for injuries. 
we'll have a question portal there too. It'll be uh, uh, collated and organized for easy reference. Lots of new feed coming. Welcome back to football. Uh, thanks for watching profootballdoc.com. This is Dr. David Chow.